Hey, Dan, it's me, your old pal, Johnny DiLoretto. And on behalf of all of us here at WCBE, we would like to congratulate you on the 100th episode of Prognosis Ohio. Wow. I can remember when this was just an idea you were pontificating about over a beer. And now look, your little podcast is a mighty voice in Ohio's healthcare conversation. So look, not only are congratulations in order, but a thank you as well for the work you do for all of us. Keep it up. Welcome back to Prognosis Ohio. I'm your host, Dan Skinner. Thanks to Johnny DiLoretto for sending in that embarrassingly nice message. When I started this podcast back in late 2018, I thought it would be a cool community-oriented thing to do, a simple little podcast in which I talk with some of the inspiring, smart, committed Ohioans doing important work in health and healthcare. But I had no idea whether anybody would actually listen or whether I, an academic with no training in any of this stuff, would be bearable to listen to or enjoyable to talk with. Little did I know, however, what I was getting myself into. We've grown a lot over these past few years, both on our own and in collaboration with WCBE, a station that I, a longtime NPR nerd, have incredible respect for and still pinch myself because I get to be associated with it and supported by them. I've had the privilege of talking with community activists, public health officials, clinicians of all sorts, students, elected officials, and more. So I thought it was a pretty cool milestone for the podcast when one of my political heroes, Senator Sherrod Brown, agreed to talk with me for our 100th episode. I figure we must be doing something right if somebody like Senator Brown sees this forum as worthy of his time. As always, but particularly for this episode, I'm going to be asking for your support, not only because we're trying to make this sustainable as is, continuing to bring you great guests on important topics, but we're hoping to grow the show. That means that we're hoping to push out across Ohio, possibly working with other NPR affiliates, but also doing things like live events, community forums, and finding ways to amplify good work going on in the community through social media. As a completely self-funded operation, I would personally appreciate your throwing us a few bucks through Patreon or becoming a Patreon supporter for just $3 a month. You can find the links on our website. And when you do, tell us what you want to hear on the show, who we should talk with, what issues we should talk about, and who deserves some more attention for the work that they do to make Ohio healthier, more equitable, and just plain better. I'll note before we turn to my conversation with Senator Brown that it's a brief conversation. As you might imagine, I considered myself lucky that he was able to make time for us. This interview was recorded a few weeks ago in the middle of a busy legislative day for the senator, with Senator Brown having just gotten off a plane in D.C., and with Build Back Better Act negotiations in something of a frenzy that, as we know, has stalled over recent weeks. As you'll also hear, Senator Portman, our other Ohio senator, just that morning learned that he tested positive for COVID-19, so there was a lot going on. Though you should listen for yourself, I thought that Senator Brown pointed to two things especially worth keeping in mind. First, as he's always done for Ohio, he was and he continues to think in extremely pragmatic terms of how to make the most of this moment. And for the senator, that means focusing laser-like on making the child tax credit permanent, which he thinks, and I agree, would be hugely helpful to Ohio families. As we always do, we're going to be providing a bunch of links in our show notes so you can read more about it. Second, listen for the senator's comments on the state of our state legislature. You don't always hear U.S. senators talk about state government, but in this case, I think it's a reminder of why Senator Brown is so successful at what he does. He stays connected to the state, and he's a champion of improving the state of things from local government all the way up to the federal level. And he puts in the time to champion those doing the hard work on the ground. Okay, now in my conversation with Senator Sherrod Brown. 
Thanks, Senator Brown, for taking a few minutes to, uh, out of your busy schedule to join us on this the 100th episode of Prognosis Ohio. It's great to have you here. It's cool to be the 100th. All right. I like that. Have you ever been in the 100th before? I don't know. Well, I was 90-whatever when I came to the Senate out of 100 in seniority, but close enough. Yeah. Why not? I didn't even I didn't even imagine the the Senate joke that was coming with the yeah there was that was not really much it's about it's typical for a Senate joke not very funny and all about me you know so <laughs> so you know obviously the pandemic is framing all things health and healthcare here in Ohio and elsewhere as we'd expect as is appropriate we know that Build Back Better which is currently stalled in the Senate has a bunch of provisions that would really address critical needs here in Ohio health and healthcare related needs. But I'd like to ask you, you know, in light of that, what are a few priorities that you think all Ohioans and their elected officials, of course, uh, should be focused on in 2022, given the legislative challenges and, and all else? How do you think about what we should be doing as we head into these next bunch of months? We can't. I mean, I think you partly look at what we've done the last year and what is left undone. But we know that we can't really get our economy back on, on the way we want it to be. It's growing faster now than it's grown in years. Uh, unemployment, the number of people filing for unemployment is is at a decade's year, year's low point. So all of those are very good signs. We can't really get people back to work and back to their normal lives until more people get vaccinated. We know that that 90% of the people that are crowding our already overcrowded hospitals um, at high expense to taxpayers, um, 90 plus percent of them are unvaccinated. So I, I know that people like me, you expect to say get vaccinated, but I, I just think that we'll never, we won't, we won't be where we wanna be as a nation until people get vaccinated. We also know um, in, a, in a really big way, I think that, um, that Families are struggling uh, for a lot of reasons. They're struggling because of the disease of of, of, of the um, uh, of COVID. They're struggling because of childcare availability. They're struggling financially because of of inflation, likely almost entirely caused by all the disruption from the pandemic. And that speaks to me of the importance of the child tax credit. Uh, it's something I've worked on for eight years since July, the fifteenth of every month from July through December, 90% of Ohio families with children under 18 were getting at least a $300 a month tax cut or $250 a month tax cut. If they had more children, they got more, made a huge difference. It, it, um, you know, it, it, it took the pressure off so many families that were barely making it. It meant a kid could go to summer camp for the first time. It meant that families didn't have to scramble at the end of the month to figure out how to pay their rent. They had a little bit of, it, it brought some joy to, to a, a lot of families and took yeah. that pressure off. And we need to pay more attention to housing investments in communities. We know how many people still don't have decent, accessible, affordable housing in our country. And those, those are the things that I'm focused on this year that I think are, they're not just Ohio specific, they're clearly in our national interest too. Wow, 100 episodes. Congratulations, Prognosis Ohio, on achieving this incredible milestone. As a wonk and a professional hot take haver, I always appreciate the deep insight and policy expertise available on the show and consider it mandatory listening for anyone interested in Ohio's health policy landscape. Thank you for all you do, and I look forward to the next 100. 
My name is Andrea Hoffman, and I would like to wish Prognosis Ohio podcast a happy 100th episode. Yeah, it took a while to convince people that it wasn't the uh, policies in response to the virus that were causing the economic problems we were having, but it was the virus itself and that we needed to deal with this kind of very foundational thing. I think the political conversation got in the way of us understanding that at times. And the political conversation got in the way of kind of all of this. I remember at the beginning of the Biden administration, the challenge is the vaccine that, as you know, President uh, Biden gave some credit to President Trump for accelerating the approval uh, and the research and all to, 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 to get the vaccine. Um, that the vaccine, we, the, the challenge a year ago was how do, we, how do we manufacture enough of this? How do we scale it up the way we need to? And how do we, how do we build a structure to get it in people's arms? Um, Biden's promise was a million vaccines a day in the first 100 days. We did almost twice that number, but nobody foresaw the political divisions that the far right wing of the Republican Party and Trump's people were all saying, essentially questioning the whole viability of the vaccine. And that just set us back as a nation. It's really why we've had these two variants emerge and do such damage to our to our people, to our families, to our economy, to our country. Um, If everybody had been vaccinated it continued on that trajectory in January, February, March, and April and May, the, we'd be in a very much better and a very different place now. Yeah, and just one last question for you, which is, you know, on the show, obviously you've just pointed to a num- number of challenges and it, we like to talk about challenges and problems on this show because we, we like to solve them if we can. But also we like to take a look a little bit at who's doing work that gives us a little bit of hope, a little bit of you know reason to believe, or you just had an early flight down to D.C., something got you out of bed to go continue to fight the fight. When you look around Ohio, I mean, what are some of the things that give you that kind of a vibe as well, in addition to the frustrations you may have about the inability to solve the big problem? Well, the, the, the frustrations as we've had a state government that is so badly because of corruption and because of indifference and because of misplaced priorities. It's the legislature is always seeming to think about how do we how do we stop employers from working to vaccinate their employees? How do we get more guns in people's hands? I mean, that's sort of the legislature's priorities instead of how do we make this state better? How do we make our public schools better? How do we make our public health better? But what I see that's positive is I I have always sort of subscribed to the view instead of doing these big town halls when people yell at each other about guns and abortion, I put much of my efforts into small round tables where I'll go into a community and sit around with 15 people and ask them questions. And I don't talk much. I just listen. Mm-hmm. And Lincoln, Lincoln called them as public opinion baths. And so that, that I, I just see a spirit in people, even, even in spite of the pandemic, in spite of a, of a corrupt state government, in spite of the state's drifting economy, we aren't doing as well as the, the national average. And, by most measurements in Ohio, when we used to be one of the leaders in the country, even with that, there's a spirit of hope in terms of solving the the, the opioid crisis, in terms of of getting our schools the way that they should be, in terms of attracting young people to the state. Um, there's a real hopefulness I see in in communities, big and small. I see it in in prosperous areas like Greater Columbus, but I see it in struggling communities too. Um, in smaller towns and in, in rural areas. And that, that's what always gives me hope. 
Great. Well, I, I want to thank you, you know, for taking the time to talk with me. I also want to say, you know, especially with COVID rates skyrocketing in Congress, we, we learned this morning that your colleague, Senator Portman, tested positive. And if you see him, please wish him well for us. And I, I wish good health for you as well. Uh, in addition to being a, an elected official, you're a human being who's also working through this the best you can. So we just want you to take care of yourself. And, and um, we thank you for the work you're doing. Thank you, Dan. Thank you for saying it that way. Thanks so much. Many thanks to Senator Brown for joining me on the show. As always, we've got lots of links and follow-up items in our show notes at prognosisohio.com and wcbe.org. It's under the Podcast Experience tab. This episode was hosted and produced by me, Dan Skinner. The music was produced by Kyle Rosenberger. Special thanks to some of our supporters and past guests for sending in those little messages you've heard during the episode. Stay on for a few seconds after these credits to hear two more. To learn about Prognosis Ohio and check out the show's evolving social media presence, please visit the show's website at prognosisohio.com. Prognosis Ohio is a member of the WCBE Podcast Experience and the Health Podcast Network. We'll be back in your podcast feed soon in two weeks, next time with a conversation with healthcare journalist Ginger Christ of Modern Healthcare. So make sure you're subscribed. Thanks for listening, folks, and be well. Hey, Dan Skinner. This is Dino Tripotas from the Whiskey Business Podcast. Congratulations on your 100th episode of Prognosis Ohio. Ironically, it's almost as many visits as I've had to my urologist in the last 10 years. Keep up the good work, brother. This is Anna Wilson, and on behalf of atmospheric and climate scientists worldwide, I would like to congratulate Prognosis Ohio on their 100th episode.